Hello, and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 193 for patch 5.4, made possible by Open Raid. A topic for this episode is opening up with Open Raid. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. Freckleface and I play a goblin hunter. This is Root and I play a goblin warlock. This is Battle Panda and I play a Draenei Mage. We are a podcast for the casual world of Warcraft player. Coming up here in episode number 193 of Hearthcast, we've got Battle Panda from Open Raid. He's going to be co hosting with us this episode. We're going to get the uh, nitty-gritty insider secret to Open Raid. Because of that, we're going to answer some, uh, some listener email and. Battle Pan is going to host a round of AOE with us, or play one, I guess, really. So, hey, before we get into the show, let's um, let me introduce Battle Pan to everybody, so we get to know a little bit more about him since it is his first time on the show. Battle Panda, how are you? I am fantastic, and yourself, Rick? Doing pretty good. So, tell us who is Battle Panda? Who is Battle Panda? Oh, it's one of those enigma questions, isn't it? Battle Panda. Well, I am one of the site developers of Open Raid. So um, I take care of all the sort of the internal nitty gritty things that happens within Open Raid. Uh, you know, if there are any issues that happen on the website, you know, I'll uh, do a couple of little hot fixes here and there, make sure everything's up and running, making sure everyone's user experience is nice and good. So you mentioned earlier your Draenei Mage. So is that your main? Do you play any other characters? <sighs> Um, I do play a couple of other characters. I've got a, uh, a druid and a monk. But, um, you know, I've been playing for quite a while and my mage has stuck with me. So, Battle Panda, where exactly are you from? Well, I actually play on one of the Oceanic Realms, as you can imagine being in Australia, as you probably have guessed by my accent. I am in Western Australia, a, uh, a nice little city called Perth. So if there's anyone out there from Perth, Hello. So when did you start playing WoW? I pretty much started right at the beginning. Um, I was in one of the uh, the late alpha, early beta tests. Um, and yeah, I've been playing for the better part of nine years, which is longer than maybe some people have been alive. <laughs> well, what keeps you going in WoW? Oh, for the For the longest time, it was always the challenge of the raids and... The, the dungeons and then you know as as the game evolved it became more of a you know me getting into the achievements and I really really got stuck into the achievements and I was doing that for a number of years and recently you know I've sort of gone into more of a, a casual sort of scenario before I was probably a little bit too hardcore as you could uh, imagine playing for this long but um you know, I do the, the the flex runs and all that, but it, really it comes down to the people that I've met on WoW. And how did you actually get into WoW, and more specifically, how did you get into Open Raid? Well, you know, for me, WoW was just the, the natural progression. Um, I've been playing a lot of RTS games before that, you know, the Command and Conquers and, you know, of course, uh, Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3. And, of course, in the horizon, Blizzard had World of Warcraft. It just seemed like the natural progression. And then uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I was just in a, a random group. And this is just after 
you know, they enabled cross-faction all that. And uh, I met one of the Open Road admins. Uh, her name is Royalite. And I accidentally let it slip that I knew a little bit about code. And that's pretty much where the whole lot sort of kicked off. She's, oh, did you know about Open Raid? And you know, I had a quick look at it and she's like, do you want to join up? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, ever since then, um, that was only about a month, two months after Open Raid had even started. So they were in almost like a, a beta phase at that time. And, you know, I've been with Open Raid now for coming close to two years. It'll be two years in uh, February. So getting close. Yeah, we like to call that phase of Open Raid the, the, the white phase. It's when they had the oh, white background. That? and <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> the, yeah. the old, uh, shall we say, U, UI maybe. <laughs> Root, please take me down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> it was designed with Front Page Express. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was close. Let's, let's not go too deep into that. <laughs> so what have you been up to in the game lately? Lately, I've been pretty busy. Um, of course, my uh, gaming time has been a little bit short, not to my liking. But, uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks, I actually did a charity run with um, some people that you may or may not know. You've got uh, Angry Orc, which uh, is a little bit famous on the old Twitter, and uh, the Shire of Happiness. So um, we did this... Uh, Charity run for Able Gamers, and by the end of it, we actually raised uh, $1,100. That's awesome. That is very good. Um, what else did I do? I did um, uh, Flex Wing 4. I actually did that with uh, Open Raid, and uh, I got to kill Garrosh, which was pretty cool. Nice. Was it um, satisfying? It was extremely satisfying because this was the uh, it was either the first or the second week, and... I'll be honest, I didn't expect to uh, to take him down yet. It was uh, I was waiting for a couple of weeks before I thought I might have got him. But Yeah, what else have I done recently? I did a, a bit of a normal mode progression with my guild. And um, the last boss I killed was um, Malarok, which, if memory serves me right, he's the ninth boss. I'm sure someone will send me an email telling me that I'm incorrect. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. They gotta um, be like Battle Pan has been playing since vanilla since day one, but he doesn't know what the boss sequence is. <laughs> Noob. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Going back a couple of years, I could have rattled everything off my head of exactly how to do the boss. I could probably have told you, you know, every single mechanic of every single achievement, but you know, now it's uh sort of a kickback and just relax with some friends and we kill the boss, it's a bonus. If we don't kill the boss, it's still a bonus because you've just hung out with a, a bunch of good people. And you know, that, that's what WoW is for me now. It's, it's almost like a, uh, you know, a social event where you, you just, you know, it's like going down to the, the cinema or something like that. Oh, I'm just going to go and uh, play some WoW, do a raid. And, and that's how it feels to me. Just going to slay some dragons online with friends. Yeah, it's, it's just what you do. So what are you growing on your farm? My farm, you know, I, I'm growing the really natural stuff. So, you know, I, I'm back to cloth. Oh, I thought you were going to say weeds. <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> Does it ever put it in that you haven't actually checked your farm in a couple of days? Yeah, I'm growing weeds. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, cloth for me is, 
um, sort of the best value for money. Um, I'm a tailor as I'm, because I'm a mage. And, you know, with a, the most recent patch, you know, you, you've got the, the new types of cloth, which um, memory serves me right, it's 10 bolts per one item of this cloth. Um, so you can either buy it off the auction house and go broke or you can sell it on the auction house and go rich. Good options. Yes. Um, what else? I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone. As you can imagine, everyone is playing this at the moment. And, um, you know, as, as we're recording this, uh, you know, BlizzCon is just about to start and I am hoping, I'm crossing my fingers that they're going to announce that Hearthstone is going to be open beta for everyone because everyone has got to play this. I'm a huge fan. And the thing is, I have never played any sort of trading card games or CCG, as this one is called. Um, I've never played the the Magic the Gathering or anything like that, but this got me. And the thing is, it was just all too familiar. You see all the characters from World of Warcraft in there, yeah. and you're like, hey, I know this guy. I relate to this guy. Right. Like, I hate that guy. I really want to beat him. Yeah, well, if there is. is a... Yeah, <laughs> If there was a way to put custom characters in there, you know, mm. maybe I'll put the an avatar of maybe Root. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had mine, it was just an automatic loss. You draw my card and you just lose the hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got rooted. If you've ever seen the Deathwing card played, it just wipes the entire hand that you've got. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. Oh, so that'd be like my card right there. <laughs> yeah. You want Deathwing. <laughs> so, Root, what's been going on with you this week? Well, I got my flex rating in, did part one and part two the other night. That was enjoyable. Got some drops, which is always good. And then I spent a, a, a small fortune uh, reforging and gemming and enchanting. And I uh, bought, I don't want to say about the wrong gems, but. Uh, I loaded up my character on a particular website that people go to to get all the information for the characters. And let's just say it didn't load the latest amount of gear that I had. Oh. I guess either I didn't wait long enough after I logged out or something. And so when I went, I was like, okay, there's my shopping list. And I went back in to, to buy everything. I'm like, this doesn't match up with what I've got. <laughs> you know? you got to hit the um, update from our Yeah, then. I know. Yeah. But I, what, the thing is, I just didn't, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what it was. But it, it wasn't too bad. It was just off by one piece. So all the other gems didn't change. I just had to buy like three additional gems. So it wasn't that huge. Too bad then, I suppose. Nah, not, not. At least it wasn't a, a meta gem or something like that. Right? Um, no, it wasn't that. You know, re- recently I got a a new helm piece, and I thought, oh, we don't get these too often. Let's uh, let's gem it with the uh, the legendary one. And, sure. That's um, seven thousand gold. Yeah. The very next day, the best in slot heroic item dropped for me. Uh, well, oh, that- <laughs> you can't unsocket the gem. There goes another seven thousand gold. Oh, That's one wow. of those unwritten WoW rules. <laughs> if you gem and enchant, you're going to get a, a drop. So it's oh, <laughs> just there. Um, oh, I've been flipping like crazy in the in the auction house because I discovered something with the mobile armory, the remote auction house on, uh-huh. on at least the Android. Okay, I don't know about the Apple or anything else, but with the remote Android or remote auction house on the Android. If you search for buyouts only, it'll list them, and then you can buy out like like let's say like you Freckleface went and posted um, a bunch of cloth, right? And I was like, let me see the buyouts for cloth, and I see all your let's say you posted like twenty stacks, right? 
I could say buy the max amount of stacks that you have. And so two clicks, I just bought 20 stacks of nice. cloth. Yes. Well, somewhat nice. Okay. I ended up with a whole lot <laughs> of um of Did inventory. You shall we? How much there was? Oh no. 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 I just basically you got excited. Yeah. Uh, and then so you kind of look at at the ore yeah, market and it's minute. me because you know, <laughs> I bought everybody else out. <laughs> so um uh, what was it I was saying? I, I that I have uh, I have most of my most of my assets are tied up in inventory, which then uh, a friend of mine said that's code for the stuff's not selling. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, um, and then uh, Battle Panda, this is a very important tip uh, for you and all of our listeners out there. If you ever notice that something is selling hot on the auction house, whatever you do, don't tell Freckleface. <laughs> <laughs> because she will log on immediately and undercut whatever you're doing three times and have an instant sale then twice while she's doing it. Just trying to remember, did I mention what realm I was on at the start of the show? Because <laughs> I was watching, I mean, I had a like, like this all of a sudden this hot streak of sales last night, and I, I told her, I was like, oh my gosh, all this stuff's selling like, really, really fast. And also, I'm like, and she goes, I just undercut you. I was like, what? <laughs> And I go That's and check. Pretty mean, Freck. Yeah, well, no, check this out. I go and I check like immediately. I'm like, you posted two. She goes, no, I posted three. I'm like, you already sold one in that amount. Sold one in like five seconds. I know. It would have been it's my nice sale, Freck. Oh yeah, I made a fortune on the stuff that I just undercut Rudolph. Exactly. <laughs> Look, he said he was buying out everyone who undercut him. So I'm like, okay, if I put it up now, either someone will buy it or Root will buy it and have more inventory to flip for later. Uh-huh. Why don't you just pass the gold directly to him? <laughs> I like how you tried to make that all good. Like you had good oh, intentions. I did have good intentions. <laughs> it also reminded me they had a ghost iron ore to sell. <laughs> now, as a lot of you probably saw on Twitter, I did spend some time this uh, this week in the, the dentist chair. Uh, which is no fun for for anybody no. unless you're the dentist and you know whatever. And um, let's just say that the the like the, I guess the visit was broken up into two parts. So like the first part you're with the dentist and they're they're all nice, and then you get over to the hygienist and they're just like you know spawn of Satan, you know. <laughs> and uh, I have a a shall we say a problem tooth that I have to now have a root canal on, which is kind of funny because root's going to get a root canal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So reception. Yeah, reception. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in this hygienist chair and it is a very sensitive tooth. I mean, like I said, I gotta have a root canal, the dentist later goes, Oh my goodness, that, that looks like it's very painful. And the hygienist just like she doesn't care and she just takes that that water pick that blasts like all the tartar off your teeth mm-hmm. and everything and just hits that tooth on full blast. And it was like somebody shooting electric current through my body. It was horrible, Gosh. horrible, horrible pain. I mean, I yelled, I screamed, I, I almost ripped her arm off. Did they give you pain no. beforehand? Yeah. Any anesthetic? They came in afterwards and gave me a local anesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> That's helpful. Yeah. You screamed like a little girl. <laughs> I did. Actually, I did scream like a little girl. It was very embarrassing. But um, I might have shed a tear or two, too. Um, no. But then they, they, they gave me a couple of, of pills, like a sample pill thing mm-hmm. and they're like you know where do you live how far away do you live i'm like i live you know real close they're like okay when you get home take these i'm like okay i'll take these when i get home so that's what i told them <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay i get out to the parking lot before i get into my car i'm taking those bad boys you know i'm like i'm taking these because this pain it might it wasn't a lot of pain and then i ran some errands and i got some other stuff and i got to the house and 
I remember having a vague conversation with uh, a guy at work who told me I needed to go lay down not to do what I was about to do, okay. uh, which was, you know, something they're going to do. Um, so I was like, okay. And I went and I guess I laid down. And then, you know, hours pass. My alarm goes off on my phone to remind me to go pick up my kids from school. So I get up. Okay, I'm going to go pick up the kids from school. I'm feeling, you know, better. I'm not woozy or anything else. I walk out to the kitchen and there's my laptop on the kitchen counter which I never put my laptop on the kitchen counter. And it's open and it's on, which is also another rarity. <laughs> so I walk up to it and it's logged into uh, my VPN, the, the, my connection to my office on our phone server. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> so what have you done in your delusional Exactly. <laughs> what have I done that I don't remember doing, especially to the phone server? And so I check, you know, and I realize what, I, what I'd done was right. It was fine. And then I go and I look at email. <laughs> so there's one email to uh, one of my one of my colleagues, and it is riddled with like caps lock on, um, and it was about the thing that I was supposed to do. And I was like, there's two there was two things in an email, one to do and one not to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, do this, and it's like, don't do this, but whatever you do, don't do this. <laughs> Listen, don't do this, <laughs> don't do this. What are you not going to do? This. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, right? And then there's the email to the CEO. Oh, boy. <clears throat> oh, it's actually the, re- the reply to the email he sent, which was about the thing that I had done on the phone server, uh-huh. which I had done, apparently, by the time he sent me the email to do it. And my reply to him started with, do you bother to check things before you ask me to do them? and i'm reading this like oh my goodness (laughs) what have i done (laughs) um it it was not worse much worse than that uh it did it did elicit a nice apologetic email to him but this is the really really the only time that i'll ever be able to say i'm sorry i was on drugs and get away with (laughs) it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the thing but is, he couldn't even retract the email because that no. usually just draws more attention. Yeah. <laughs> what did he write? <laughs> no, it was it was gone. It was out there, and I was like, "Oh." So apparently, your technical skills are still fine. Yeah, but your social skills just go to the toilet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My cognitive reasoning ability is just all filters are gone. Yeah, pretty. It, here's the funny thing: is like I, I told my wife about the email. And she goes, "You know what? You've been probably waiting years to tell him that." <laughs> so you finally got it off your chest. That's right. <laughs> it's all out in the open now. <laughs> but see, now I can joke about it because now if he tells me to do something, I go, "Hey, do you bother to even check?" Right? Before, you know, yeah. Remember the email? I said? Don't uh, make me email you again. That's right. Because <laughs> I will. I'll go get drugs. I will. I know where they're at. <laughs> I'm going to the dentist. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. so hey, Frank. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Have you been to the dentist? <laughs> Have you already been to the dentist lately, Frank? How's that coffee? <laughs> How's your week uh, been? And wow, it's it was actually really good. Really, yeah, All I right. did a flex of the guild with, for the first time. Congrats! I'm very think? impressed with flex. Yeah, I mean, sure. we had 18 people, which would normally be a no go. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. But we just went and it was smooth. It took a lot less time than running that same wing LFR. I can tell right. you that. And I got can, two. Can we, can we just say it now? I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> I've been asking. 
And I got two drops. They're both better than what I had. Um, so that made me happy. And But when I had done LFR the same week, I, I did all the way up into, until Garage. I did not kill Garage yet. I'm not... I wasn't ready for that yet. I kind of want to have my legendary cloak before I fight him because I know that's what they, that was their intention. I don't know if I'll stick with that or not. I, I don't think it's absolutely required. Um, there are a lot of cloak drops that you know happen throughout the raid. So yeah, I know it's know. not required, but it's it's it is a big benefit. But yeah, I don't think it's really required. Well, um, plus they just nerfed Garage and LFR already. Yeah, they did. Oh wow. Yeah. So it'd probably be fine. The last couple of weeks, I've been nerfing it quite a bit. I'm just trying to decide if I want to kind of play it in order that they released it, if that makes sense. Um, And I got a new weapon drop from LFR. Oh, yeah, it looks good, too. Is that the the, the arrow, the bone arrow, the gun? Uh, It's an arrow. Okay. Red one? A bow. Oh. Well, I T-Mogged it. Here's the Uh, thing. okay. I finally got one cohesive T-Mog outfit. Good one, too. Thank you. It's one of the more common ones. Um, it's like the red and black one where the top is like a, a corset type thing and then the bottom is short shorts with leggings is what it looks like. There's a gap in like the thigh area, which seems kind of dangerous because, you know, if you get <laughs> cut there, I mean, you could bleed out pretty that's easily. Right, yeah. so. That's right, yeah. That's some armor that you're wearing there. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm happy because I've never had a full outfit before. I just need shoulders that match better, but I don't think there are any. And one thing I did like about Flex as well was uh, the Shaw boss. There's two mm. pets that drop from there oh. on on the Flex difficulty. Only one drops from Raid Finder difficulty. Oh, cool. Yeah, yep. bonus rolls um, can yeah, pick them yeah. up as well now. That's um, right. Yeah, they, they recently hotfixed that. So, yeah, bonus rolls. Well, hot, wait, hotfixed it. So they had said it. It will work, but then it didn't really? Yeah. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they hotfixed it probably probably about a month or so. Oh, now. okay. So All right. If you've been rolling on it recently, you, you've been eligible for it. Okay. You, you just, you're not winning the RNG battle, though. Yeah. But it's a pretty tough battle. Yeah. Uh, tell me about it. Yeah. All right, cool. Hey, we do have an email here. Let's go ahead and give this a read. We have an anonymous email this week that is addressed to Root. It says, I've recently decided to leave WoW after playing off and on for seven years. It's simply gotten to be too grindy for me. My account has eight level 90s, all in very good gear. Most of them equipped with at least normal mode gear of some kind, with Flex and LFR gear filling in. I'd like to get something out of the time I put into the game in, in considering selling my account. What would you recommend? Thanks for your input, a soon-to-be ex-WoW player. Well, since it's addressed to me, I'll go, and if you guys want to fill in, you can. Um, my opinion is you don't really own the account. You basically rent your account from Blizzard. Um, you can transfer it to like somebody in your own family on the same credit card, that kind of thing, immediate relatives. We've had people in the past tell us how they uh, they did the confession about being married right. <laughs> to the brothers. Right. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> so, yeah, and they'll, they'll allow that to happen. But um, basically, if you sell it, that's a violation of the terms of service, and I'm not going to recommend doing it. 
I mean, I know I see them for sale all the time. Yeah. You can go to eBay now and Craigslist and anywhere else and see these things for sale, but I don't know. It's not something I'd risk. No, never. I think, as as Battle Panda alluded to earlier, uh, what you get out of WoW is kind of, it's, it's that socialness out of it, you know? Yeah. So it's like if you leave a movie, what you know, you've just spent those two hours at the movie. You get that experience. That's what you take with you. That's what that's the something you get. It's not like okay, now I want to sell this experience. <laughs> I've seen the movie. I want to sell my <laughs> movie experience to somebody. That's kind of the same thing. I want to sell yeah. my gaming experience to somebody. You're not going to do that. So it's not a tangible item. It stinks, but that's how it goes. This podcast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. Today's totally tantalizing topic. Opening up with Open Raid. So, hey, Battle Panda. Hey, Root, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Mickey. <laughs> See, now I just think my phone's going off. <laughs> You're just going to sit there pressing that button, aren't you? <laughs> we borrowed him from BlizzCon this week. Can I, can I say something about this sound clip? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Okay, so I was hanging out with my nieces, who are two and five, and my phone went off, which is the earlier notification. Yes, and both of them went, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> so I played all the different noises on my phone, including the dancing one, which is the last longer right. one. They're like, what is that? So I pulled up on YouTube, someone had a video of the the Murloc uh, baby pet dancing. And they made me show them that video about seven times. <laughs> <laughs> they loved it so much. And I got I got but a video so of the cute. older Come one on. doing a dance. Really? Yeah. <laughs> doing a, kicking what, that feet. Were, cool. yeah. were they doing that whole bit? Yeah, they were doing the whole bit. That's funny. <laughs> 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 the two-year-old's like, Mommy, that's funny. <laughs> She's trying to show her parents. <laughs> Are you showing our child that game you yes, play? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> the- <them> early. <laughs> so, Battle Panda, thank you so much for joining us on Hearthcast. We had some technical issues before, but now we got you on, and it's awesome. So, do me a favor, just bring us up to speed. What is Open Raid? What is Open Raid? Well, I've been listening to this show for quite a while, and. I'm pretty sure your listeners know at least the basics of what Open Raid is all about. But uh, for those who may have you know just joined or uh, you know first episode for them, welcome. Um, Open Raid is a website where you can pretty much find people. It's not not matchmaker.com or anything like that. You know, we, we, <laughs> we 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 try to keep that separate. Um, but it's for cross realm raiding in uh, World of Warcraft and. Yeah, as you may know, that uh, there are a couple of achievements out there that people always love to get. So you've got Glory of the Ice Crown Raider or even the, the most recent one, the Glory of the Siege of the Ogrimmar Raider. I think that's how it goes. Um, the whole idea behind it is you want to try and find you know, like-minded people who are after the same sort of achievements as you. And you can either jump into chat or into a scheduled event or something along those lines and, you know, use your, the, the battle tags that Blizzard provide and join a group with them. And 
it's not just limited to, to raids as well. You know, we've got a PvP component or, um, you know, if you're working on your legendary or other sort of achievements, it's all there for you. What do you feel are some of the benefits of Open Raid? Well, as I mentioned earlier, it's achievements. And from my history, which I also mentioned earlier, I love achievements. And, you know, I have got pretty much all of the mounts, I won't say all, but most of the mounts that I've got, especially the ones that all require meta components, all through Open Raid. And I I just absolutely love it. Um, For me, time is really hard to sort of judge of when I'm going to be able to play. But, you know, I can sort of think to myself, hey, I've got next Saturday off work or, uh, you know, I can maybe do a raid in the morning. And, you know, if you jump into our little events section that we've got, you can actually find out if there are any other people who have perhaps even scheduled event during that time and you can actually join up. And, you know, for, for someone like me, and I'm sure there are plenty of other people out there who are, you know, the same, being able to schedule or even just know that, hey, I need to be on at this time is really, really handy. But, you know, on the flip side, you might just uh, realize, hey, I've got five minutes. Why don't I just jump into chat? Or a feature that we released earlier on um, this week, actually, it's called a quick raid. And, you know, you jump in and say, this is what I'm after. And, you know, at any given time, we usually have about one to 2,000 people online at the, the very same time. And they're all looking for groups as well. So, you know, if you want to, you know, a Siege of Vogramar raid or you want to do some uh, AV, you can just jump on and there's always someone there. Always. What about the rumor that open raid is just for old stuff, old raids and old content? Ah, well, everyone's familiar with Flex by now, I hope. Flex is something that uh, came in the most recent patch with a Siege of Ogrima. Is that an old raid to you, Root? Uh, no, it's not. No, it's not. Have you finished Siege of Ogrima yet, Root? No, I haven't. Ah, so I think that rumor is a little bit squashed there. Um, of course, old raids are a huge component of things because not everyone started at the beginning of WoW. Um, hey, you might have uh, started last week, but you might want to go and see what uh, the Throne of Thunder was like. You can go and run that on open raid. So there's all different options there for you. What different kinds of mounts can you get by running things on open raid? Um, well, I mentioned the glory mounts earlier on, but there are also PvP mounts, which are um, they're still quite rare. Not everyone has them. With things like Raided Battlegrounds, there, there are mounts where, say, you need to win uh, 100 Raided Battlegrounds. Um, you can actually do that through Open Raid. And you know, to do that on a server, I know some servers are you know, rather quiet. Um, you're probably not going to get that. So run it through Open Raid and you can get your PvP mounts. Um, I got a lot of other mounts through Open Raid as well. Um, the Alduar 25 uh, and Alduar 10 and the Ice Crown Citadel ones. You know the, the big bony drakes that they had? Yes. Yeah. So you, you can actually get all of those uh, glory of the Alduar Raider and Ice Crown Citadel Raider and all that. But um, there are some bosses um, which actually drop mounts. And I actually I, I see groups specifically go to that one boss. So, uh, you know, Alice Razor in uh, the Firelands, Alice Razor drops a mount which kind of looks like the mount that drops in Sethic Halls, the, the big chicken. Oh. But this one's on fire. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. And what people are doing is they're just setting up a group specifically to run to that boss. So they don't worry about the rest of the dungeon. That's not the goal. Their goal is just to kill the boss and hope that the mount drops. And, you know, I see it in uh, Mogashan Vaults. Elagon actually drops a mount as well. And other people, they might want to do Tempest Keep. Ashes of Alara is a pretty high price still. And not everyone can solo that fight. Why not go in there with a couple of people? Freckles gloating right now. <laughs> hey, Freck, guess what I've got? What? The Ashes of Alara. Me too. Yeah, I do. I know. <sighs> Both you hey, guys. Hey, Root. What? What don't you got? <sighs> the Ashes of Alara. <laughs> Maybe uh, you and I can do a, a couple of runs of Tempest Keep. Yeah. I'm you know what a really that. cool thing about that is? What's that? Because all, all the mounts, um, you can run them on any of your tunes right. and the mounts are account bound. So say you run it on uh, your, your root character. Oh, the mount didn't drop. That's right. You've got shoot. Get off my armory. On- <laughs> <laughs> and fruit. And fruit. Do you have loot yet? Uh, who's going to be my bank alt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not checking your armory at all. <laughs> but yeah, um, farming mounts these days is much, much easier, especially now that they're enabled on all of your characters. Yeah, we'll have to do that. So just out of curiosity, how many members does Open Raid have right now? Oh, that's a good question. I th- Recently, we just passed a quarter of a million. Wow. And. Going off the exact number, as per this podcast, we are at 268,000 accounts. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, you know, when this first started, we were happy with 100 accounts. <laughs> hey, we got 100 people on our website. That's pretty cool. <laughs> we did not expect this at all. Wow. This is, it's just mind-boggling. But we, we, we do our best, you know. People put suggestions on our forums of how we can improve open rate. And I go through every single suggestion and, you know, some of them we can actually do and we do do them. Now, when I go through and I look for raids, I've noticed that it'll say that whoever's leading it is neutral, friendly, uh, sometimes even exalted. Uh, what's that about? So... We have a reputation system and the best way of thinking of the reputation system that we have is the WoW reputation system. We, we tried to make it as similar as possible so it's familiar. So as you're doing raids or groups, anything along those lines, you gain rep. And you gain rep by doing all the good things. So, you know, you're, you're a positive influence to the raid. And if you're not that good or... Uh, you know, you get a few trolley people out there. The people who are in your group can actually downrate you as well. So you can lose rep exactly like you would in game. So if you are, you're over at Booty Bay and you start killing those guards, guess what? You're going to lose a bit of rep with them. So it's the same sort of idea. The thing is, it's, it's, all, uh, it's all user sourced. So... You know, the more raids you do, the more rep that you're going to get and the more positive you look. And you know, the end goal of this is to make it a little bit easier that when you join a group, you might see someone who is honored with open raid. You're like, 
hey, this raid leader has been around for a while. They've always been doing a good thing. And it, it just makes life a little bit easier because, you know, some people are a little bit daunted with um, who is this person. And the good thing about the reputation system is we've also got a feedback system that's sort of tacked on to the reputation. So when you look at the, the raid leader's profile that's on Open Raid, you can click on feedback. You can actually see the feedback that other members have left. So it gives you a little bit more confidence when uh, joining um, another raid. We do have a listener uh, submitted a question here. It says, can I do GDKP runs on OpenRaid? Well, for people who actually don't know what GDKP is, um, it's, it's almost like a, a normal DKP system. However, GDKP means that there is a transfer of gold. Now, on OpenRaid, we don't allow this. Um, the biggest reason behind that is you can't actually transfer gold cross-realm. But another reason why we say no to something like this is we want open raid to be there for everyone not the person who can afford to play and we we don't want to pay to win scenario that's that's what it comes down to it's just equal for all when is open raid the busiest well for me because i'm in western australia i actually find the busiest time for open raid is between 3 and 5 a.m my time and if you really want, you can probably go work that one out yourself. Um, plus eight GMT, which for um, Eastern time, he's depending on for daylight savings, and not twelve to thirteen hours ahead of us. So you're looking at between three and five or four and six PM Eastern is when they're busiest. Yeah, and um, to be honest, that's you know a, a technical busiest time, but we're actually sort of busy twenty four seven because you know we're not just um for the United States realms. Uh, we've got the European realms as well. And, of course, the European realms are on a different time zone. So, you know, the majority of it is uh, the United States realms, and that's why we have the 3 to 5 a.m. So whatever it is, uh, 12 to 13 hours behind. But, uh, yeah. So what happens, like, if I sign up for a scheduled raid and I'm going to go you can run this raid with some people and then I miss that raid. I don't show up. What happens? What's going to happen if you miss a raid? The people who were at that raid will actually have the ability to vote saying, hey, this person didn't turn up to the raid. But don't fear too much. Your reputation doesn't take a, like a nosedive or anything like that. Um, we have pretty much put some smarts uh, within our system to say, hey, real life happens you know, go easy on the person. Thing is, if you start missing raid after raid after raid, then you're probably going to look at a, a reputation nosedive. But, you know, you miss a raid, you miss a raid, life happens. You move on, don't you? I hope so. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what about if I haven't been on open raid in a while? Um, is my account going to get deleted? No, it'll always be there for you. Um there's no real reason for us to delete accounts unless uh, you, the user, have specifically asked for it. So, yeah, that's always going to be there for you. If you want to take a break from WoW, take a break from WoW. Um, you know, in the future, we want to support other games as well. So, you know, you might be looking at that Hearthstone game thinking, oh, this could be interesting. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll go back to Open Raid. Your account will be waiting for you. So in regards to the reputation system, if somebody decides to you know, take a break from WoW, and then they come back and they decide to switch their main tunes and now they want, they were a healer and now they want to be a tank. Uh, does that affect their open raid reputation at all? 
Not at all. Um, you can get feedback on specific tunes, but the reputation system itself is sort of a, a global look at things. So, you know, if you get rep on one character, you're going to get rep on all of your characters. Well, how about this? You sign up for a raid. Somebody ninjas the loot or somebody just trolls the whole raid or does something to ruin it. Is there anything the open raid can do about it? Well, that's a tricky one because, you know, when the, the raid starts, especially for, you know, people who potentially ninja items, um, we always recommend that you take a screenshot of the raid leader actually saying what the loot rules are. That way, if things ever did go pear-shaped, um, you know, we we have evidence saying this is what was uh, sort of done uh, right at the beginning. This is what you'd already established. And then we can investigate that. And what we recommend is um, you lodge a support ticket with open rate with that screenshot that you did. But also um, try and follow it up with Blizzard because you've got to keep in mind we're not Blizzard. So it's it's not like we can say, hey, this person looted or ninja looted an item. I'll just put it in someone else's bag. I don't have that ability and no one at OpenRate has that ability. Right. So it, it, it is really tricky because it, it, for us it comes down to where he says, she says. But if I've got you know nine people out of a 10-person raid saying, hey, this person ninja looted an item, if you've got the screenshot to prove it, you know, we will either you know give them a warning or you know just it just depends on how bad or how serious the scenario is. You know, we can take appropriate action. So, real quick, for those who may not have ever signed up with Open Raid, what's the full procedure with that? How do you get involved? It's actually really simple. Um, our website is openraid.org. Um, we do have localization, so openraid.us if you're in the United States or openraid.eu for the Europeans. And you create an account like you would create an account for any other type of website. And then once the account's created, you're get a, a couple of prompts and they say, you know, could you please tell me what your character is and we'll go through a quick uh, account validation with your character which involves you logging into the game, taking off a, a piece of, uh, you know, of your clothing. It sounds a little bit naughty. Um, logging out, updating the armory and we've validated, hey, this is actually you and off you go. It's pretty simple. And, you know, to sign up an account, take you two to five minutes at most. Very cool. Very, very cool. Now, is there any kind of uh, any kind of news or tidbits or insider information you wanted to share with us about, like, stuff that's going on in Open Raid or new features or anything that's coming up on the horizon with you guys? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, in the, the last week, we actually released Open Raid. We, we call it Open Raid version 2.2 because, you know, it's putting a point next to things that apparently makes things cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we actually revamped our quick raid system, and I alluded to that earlier on um, when we were talking. Um, pretty much what you do is you just type in what raid you want and just hit go. And people are just going to drop into the quick raid system and they can say, oh, I'd like to join that too. And it's a really quick and efficient way of just getting that spur of the moment raid up and running and you, know, you don't have to go through any sort of chat or whatnot it's just up and go and that was the whole idea for it that's actually in a, a bit of a uh, beta phase at the moment um and we're really accepting any feedback that someone has so if you do go over there and have a look please by all means send me some feedback 
and uh, there's a chance that we will implement it as well. Um, what else have we done recently? We uh, have dual spec signups. This is a long time coming. We've wanted to do this for quite a while. It's uh, there was always a, a technical reason why we couldn't do it, but now we can. So you can actually change if your uh, main is a tank. Say for example, you're a paladin, but you want to sign up, but you don't want to be a tank. You want to be that healer. You want to be the healer. You can actually now sign up to a raid as the healer and off you go. Now, quite recently, we actually uh, upgraded our database to a better search for people as well. So, you know, historically, we had a few issues with search. You couldn't quite find exactly the raid that you wanted with the sort of scenarios that you needed. Now we've refined it so much that you can find just about anything that you want. So I, I would definitely recommend giving um, the new search feature a, a good shot if you're really trying to find something really specific. Um, we've really narrowed that one down. Um, me being an Oceanic player, um, we gave them a little bit of love. I may have had a bit of influence on that one, a little bit of selfishness. But uh, as you may or may not be aware, um, Oceanic players can't do cross-realm in the open world. They can do cross-realm in dungeons and raids and PvP. But say you wanted to do the the world bosses. If you're in an Oceanic realm, you can't actually do cross-realm with someone from a United States realm. It doesn't work. So what we've done to sort of make things a little bit easier for the people who are on Oceanic realms is when you join our chat, you'll actually get your own special Oceanic chat channel now. And you'll automatically join that just to make life that little bit easier. That's nice. cool, yeah. Because you you wouldn't want to waste your time and go, oh, you're from the you know United States. I I can't do this. So yeah, and the thing is, it's not a very well publicized thing that happens. So you can actually invite the person, and they just don't phase. <laughs> and it was a nightmare when they first got it going, but you know, it's because it's not so well publicized. People still ask the question. How come I can't see this other character? And it's, oh, because you're in an Oceanic realm. Oh, you're in a United States realm. You just can't see each other. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and then they blame Open Read. Oh, yeah, of course. It's always our fault. <laughs> now, here's a, a little bit of news that is hot off the press. Now, the United States are celebrating Thanksgiving quite soon. So... What we're doing for Open Raid is World of Warcraft also celebrates Thanksgiving. So we're yeah, exactly. So we're doing a little uh, promotion. This isn't even advertised on the site yet. So you know, you probably see it in about a week or so. But what we're going to do is have a little uh, promo going on, and the promo is called "Glory of the Thundering." Turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So people who are quite familiar with Thanksgiving know that there are a lot of turkeys involved. So I'm not going to release too much information. I know uh, last week Kaboden did allude that there was going to be a Thanksgiving promo happening. But what we're thinking about doing is having a, a bit of a celebration a little bit of a rating with our community and um, potentially giving out a little bit of loot for 
either signing up or participating in one of the competition requirements that we do. So uh, when we announce that, and it'll actually be a news article on our homepage, um, we'll actually have all the criteria there for you to um, have a look at. And this is for everyone. This isn't just for you know the, the hardcore guilds or anything like this. Yeah, we, we want it accessible for absolutely everyone. So if you're a casual player or a, a new player, join in. It, it's a lot of fun. And you know, if uh, we do plan to add raids in there, sign up. Um, if you've got any questions about the fights, ask questions. Um, it'll actually be led by our staff raid leaders, and they have all the answers. Well, that sounds amazing. I want a title called something of the suicidal turkey because of the the suicidal turkeys. Oh, I remember when that first came out. It was uh-huh. you know you'd stick down the fire and I know. Turkey go. <laughs> uh, if only all animals would be that easy to eat. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it's not one of the. Uh, you know, like peanuts, the elephant. I don't think I could eat a whole oh, elephant. Oh, that's true. But he's tiny, though. I bet an orc could eat that size elephant. I don't think an orc would be very fussy at all, to be honest. That's true. A gnome probably couldn't finish it, but. I think the elephant's bigger than the gnome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Battle Panda, since we've got you here, you think we could twist your arm into a round of AoE? I suppose so. You know, I've got a a little bit more time on my hands. Let's do it. Well, normally this would be the part in the segment where we'd ask you who you want to play against, but um, you actually don't get a choice. You're going to play against Root. Oh, all right then. (laughs) So, Root, why don't you cue... This is easy mode or hard mode. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you cue up the music there and make yourself scarce? (laughs) Feeling the love. Get at you. Get at you. Get ready to play HearthCast AOE. The game where you don't have to be exactly right to win. Here are the rules. Caller, you go first. Players get two points for being closer to the right answer and four points for being exactly right. If both players' answers are the same, the players split the points. In the event of a tie, we go to the time card. The player with the fastest time wins. Okay, Battle Panda, let me set up this set of questions for you. You are farming for pets that drop from bosses or regular mobs. So all these questions are going to be, what is the percentage chance that each pet will drop? Make sense? (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Yes. All right. (laughs) All right, number one, a fox kit from a Baradin fox in Tolbarad. Oh, I remember trying to farm that, and I gave up. It's one of the very few pets that I gave up on. It was pretty low. I'm thinking maybe uh, about 1%. Question two, a filthling pet from a quivering filth on the Isle of Thunder. All of these pets are such low drop rates because they don't drop for me. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just blanket and say 1% for all of them? Well, you want to <laughs> finish the questions first? I, mean, I, I, I could rely on the time card here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I, I'm going to – I'll vary it up a bit. I'm, I'm going to call this one 2%. Okay. 
Question three, the spawn of Ganathis from the mob Ganathis. <laughs> we'll go 1%. All right, question four, the lesser void collar from Tempest Keep. Now, that's one I did get, and I'm pretty sure they, they've buffed that quite a bit. I'm going to say about 10% on that. Okay, and last question. A vampiric battling from a run through Kara. Can you even get that anymore? You can't get that anymore. Can so, you? what's your answer? Oh, is can't get it anymore and 0.1% about the same? Um, I'm going to say 0.1%. <laughs> okay. Well, that would still leave it a possibility. That's right. If you can't, what would be the number? Probably zero. And time. Okay, let me get Ruth back in here. One moment. I'm not going to ask a question. Not even going to ask it? Not even going to ask it. Don't want to know? Don't want to know. How'd you do? (laughs) (laughs) Could not resist. Um, Well, I, I just made up things. And um, I think I did well. Oh. oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. So if you just make up things. Then, uh, <laughs> Wait. I see what you're doing there. Okay. Are you ready, Root? I am ready. Okay. Okay, Root, let me set up this scenario for you. Okay. And this, so these will apply to all questions. You are farming for pets that drop from bosses or regular mobs. So for each question, you're going to answer what is the percentage chance that each pet will drop. Ready? You know me, right? (laughs) Question one, a fox kit from a Baird and Fox in Tolbarat. Well, in my case, 100%. Is that your answer? No, I think it's like uh, 0.1%. Question two, a filthling pet from a quivering filth on the Isle of Thunder. Um, I just saw some of those in the auction house for like 200 gold, so I'm going to say 15%. Question three, a spawn of Ganathis from the mob Ganathis. 0.7. Question four, a lesser void caller from Tempest Keep. Uh, 20%. I think I've seen, you've given me those, I've seen those, so... And question five, a vampiric battling from a run through Kara. Whoa. We've done those. Uh, I don't know, 12%. 0.12%. Okay, and time. Okay, let's see who won this round of AOE. So the scenario, once again, was that you're farming for pets that drop from bosses or regular mobs, and we're asking what percentage chance that each pet will drop. So question one, a fox kit from Barrett and Fox over in Tolbarad. Uh, Battle Panda said 1%. Root said 0.1%. And the correct answer is 0.1%. Congratulations. And we know Root knows this because... Because when I I got it yeah, on a random, like I was like, oh, I'm going to kill this mob while I'm going to fish. And it dropped one. I'm like, oh, hey, guys, I got this thing. And everybody like wigged out. Yeah. And I'm like, that's 0.1%. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. I just got it. But now you can just buy it. So True. All right. Question two. The filthling pet from the quivering filth on the Isle of Thunder. Battle Panda said 2%. Root said 15%. 
The answer is 0.3% chance to drop. Really? Yeah. So the fact they're going to the auction house for 200 gold. Yeah, just I should have bought those. Let me go check. Yeah, I should have <laughs> bought those. So Battle Panda gets two points. Question three. The spawn of Ganathus from the Ganathus mob. Battle Pandas said 1%. Root said 0.7%. The correct answer is actually 80%. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So Battle Panda is closer (laughs) with two points. Question four. The lesser void caller from Tempest Keep. Battle Panda said 10%. Root said 20%. The correct answer is 9%. And Battle Panda was closer. I am liking these rules. <laughs> Question five. A vampiric battling from a run through Kara. Battle Panda said 0%. Root said 0.12%. The correct answer is that it does not drop from Kara anymore. Oh, so Battle Panda got that game. one correctly. Oh. They did. That was yeah, a trick question. I, oh. <laughs> when you asked me the question, I'm like, I don't know whether or not I'm thinking of the right pet here right. or is it another pet that they've added to the game since because I actually have this pet. Yeah. And I remember them taking it out of the game. It was for a special event or something like that. Um, I think it was when the Wrath of the Lich King came out. Oh, okay. They put this pet in. You could only do it from um, uh, Prince Merkblood. Yes. If memory serves me right. Yes. And, um, yeah, I don't even think he spawns anymore, does he? Um, I think he is still in the game. I just think he doesn't drop it anymore. Um, it's basically, it's the same model as the Tears Fall Batling. So if you want something that looks yeah. the same, let's get that one. So Battle Panda has more points. Battle Panda wins. Congratulations. You won Hearthcast AOE. Grats. You know, I was I was uh, sort of biting my fingernails in uh, the the first question. How I was a uh, wrong, and you got it completely right. I thought, oh, he's going to clean sweep me. No, <laughs> that was the only one I knew. <laughs> I think Freck put that in there just so I would get one right because she knows I don't I don't do the pet thing. I don't. How many times did you, did you have to tell me that I could actually cage a pet? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got a, I'd like a, I'd find some pet that I wanted to give it to her, and I actually learned it. I'm like, oh no, I learned it. And she's like, just cage it. But no, just I I learned it. it. She's like, just cage it. No, you don't understand. I already learned it. She's like, just cage it. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, man. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Hearthcast and Battle Panda. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure. Real quick, can you uh, tell people how to get a hold of you in the social network world? I am always on Open Raid. Come and uh, have a chat with me on our chat system. If you're not part of Open Raid yet, you can always email me, battlepanda at openraid.org, or you can follow me on Twitter, battlepanda underscore OR. And Frack, we have our next wild meetup. We're actually doing one at a place called Player One Video Game Bars, November 15th. Around eight o'clock. Uh, this is out at uh, Disney, right? In Disney, Disney area. area. Yeah. yeah. So it is a a game, video game themed bar. It's like an arcade, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So 
It's a member suggestion. Yeah. So those have been pretty good when they do that. And yeah, we have some people who went to BlizzCon um, this week who won't be able to make our regular meetup. So I'm kind of hoping that they'll show up for this one and give us a rundown on how it went and who they saw and all that good stuff. Pictures with them. We always saw Demonic Rick had his picture with uh, the CEO of Morheim. Yeah. yeah. Mike Morheim. Yeah. Saw that. Folks, we're always looking for the next recipient of our Hearthy Award. Remember, this is the last year we're going to do it, so we're approaching the last month that we're actually going to be giving our Hearthies away. So if you know someone you think is deserving of it, let us know. We'll vet them. We'll take care of the details from there. And if you want to thoroughly embarrass me in a round of AOE like uh, like Battle Panda <laughs> did today, uh, if you've got about 15 minutes of your time, uh, hit, hit us up on SpeakPipe and let us know you're interested, and we'll take care of everything and... Uh, Get you scheduled in. We usually do this on a Thursday night between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Do the math on your own time zones there. It takes, like I said, about 15 minutes. We give a special thank you again to Battle Panda for being on here with us and for our anonymous contributor. Oh, yes. Don't sell your accounts. (laughs) And, of course, to our friends and followers on Facebook and Twitter. I also wanted to throw along uh, some shout-outs to all the people behind the scenes at Open Raid and all the people working really hard to make that possible. I know there's probably a lot of unsung heroes that are doing all the dirty work besides Battle Panda. There is. There so. is. You know, um, I did a, a little bit of a, a staff order uh, you know, probably a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we have 45 volunteers all working for Open Raid out of their own time just, for, just to make the site what it is. And for me, I'd just like to personally thank each and every one of them. You're not going to rattle their names off 45 just top. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, well, if you really want, um, no, no. how long does the show go for? <laughs> I'm just kidding. They know who they are. Yeah, thank you to all you guys out there. I mean, you really have done a – everybody's done a fantastic job with the site and with the service. And I know there are, are people who would easily agree that you have breathed new life into the game for them. As this show is wrapping up, go check out the Ego Networks over at egonetworks.com. Lots of fine podcasts on a variety of different subjects. Check out the Vote to Kick podcast is over at twitch.tv slash vote the number two kick. And for the latest and greatest news on the WOW podcast, check out the WOW podcast subreddit that is reddit.com slash r slash WOW podcast. And you can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to contribute at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at HearthCastFreck or root at HearthCastRoot. You can like our Facebook page or send us a voice message on HearthCast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. Folks, after listening to this show, if you have not already signed up for Open Raid, please do yourself a favor and go do that now or as soon as you can. Right now. Yeah, go, if you're go. driving, don't. No. <laughs> as soon as it is safely possible for you to sign up, please go do so. Um, it really is a fantastic system. And they really are fantastic people. They've been a fantastic sponsor of ours for Season 5, and we cannot thank them enough uh, for everything they've done for us and for all the players in WoW out there. So thank you so much. Listen, I'd just like to thank um, both Root and Freckleface, um, all the help that you've given us through Hearthcast. It's it's just been amazing. Couldn't have done it without you. Oh, thanks, Aww. man. We appreciate that. Get, getting all teary-eyed now. I so know. Let's wrap this up. Uh, just... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you can find Hearthcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root. This has been Battle Panda. And Freckleface. From Hearthcast.com. Hearthcast.
Oh, 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 oh,